they end up hurting some people they love, hurting their kids, hurting, you know, family members, you know, you know, it's like you can hurt other people if you don't take care of yourself. Another episode of Respect It or Check It. I'm your host TJ, and as always, I got my man Red. What up, though? Hey, man, we have a very special guest, man. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? The man, the myth, the legend. Hey, Sinatra. Hey, man, I appreciate y'all having me, man. Hey, Sinatra, one half of that super group, the Remedy, represent Florida to Texas, man. Let's get it. Man, shout out T, man, too. Facts, man. You know, that's Bay. <laughs> For real. She, uh, will hold you down, man. Oh man, for real. Every 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 king needs that man, that queen. And I'm just blessed to be able to say I found that man. Like we me and that girl been rocking for like 17 years, man. So you know what I mean? That's for real. That's a beautiful thing. So mm-hmm. so you already know what comes and goes within 17 years, man. Highs and super lows. Oh yeah. You gotta you, have, we still, you, yeah. you gotta have that, man. You, you, can't, you, you can't have no mountain without valleys. Real Facts, time. bro. You cannot. You can't. You can't be successful, man. Yeah, look at it, man. Every successful man in history has had his queen right there holding him down. Look at Barack. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, just the list goes on, man. Like, you gotta have that queen, bro. So, salute to all the queens out there, man. For real, Ace Sinatra gonna show you love. Facts <laughs> every big day. Facts. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. I ain't gonna lie. Uh, before we go any further, I'm probably gonna use that quote uh, on like a, a post or something. He said, "You can't have a mountain without valleys." That was a bar. Like, you know what I'm saying? I ain't just gonna let that shit slide. Like, Damn, that was some real shit. That was Wait, some what you said was a bar? He said, uh, "When I said uh, you can't have no mountain without the valleys." Oh, facts. facts. I mean, look, Red gonna keep uh, dropping, dropping that heat. <laughs> <laughs> that's, just, that's that old man talk. That's all that is. <laughs> so, hey, man. So, uh, you you released the video. Yes. And, and and that guy is uh man. Before we do that, introduce yourself. Let the people know who you are, and all that good stuff. All right, man. My name, once again, is Ace Sinatra, man. Uh, I'm in a group called The Remedy. I'm also a solo artist. I've been a solo artist for about, I'd say, 10, 15 years through the grind and everything like that. And uh, uh, now I'm at the point where I've got all my, my, my T's dotted. I mean, my T's crossed and the I's dotted. All my business is finally together. I'm an independent artist. I just um, I got a solo album I'm about to drop. It's called Sinatra Season. You know what I'm saying? And my first single I just dropped, it's called Dim Streets. It's out streaming on all platforms right now. Which is uh, the video. Facts. Appreciate it, bro. Um, the video is on is on YouTube. It's everywhere. It's blowing up, man. And I'm just receiving a lot of love, man. I appreciate it, bro, because I, I put in, like I said, I'm a student of the game. You know what I'm saying? And I, I learned that you can't be successful unless you're willing to help somebody else be successful. You dig what I'm saying? So I put in the grind, man. I, I support people. I network, you know, and I just built my brand up to what it is now. And, and we, 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 we eat, man. We eat. We out here. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Uh, also, you had a battle drop too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, we. I told you we we outside, man. We uh, I just dropped the battle with uh that nigga Rob. Shout out to that nigga Rob. 
Yeah. He a veteran. He's a veteran in the game. I'm actually, uh, you could consider me a rookie. That was my sixth battle. I'm not even at ten battles yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know, but in the same essence, same sentence, people overly critique me. I'm one of the most critiqued battlers. Um, you know what I'm saying? And so I, I take the good with the bad. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a rookie in the game, but they looking at me. And and, and and veterans like that nigga Rob, you know, is reaching back and, and, and looking out for the boys. So that battle just dropped. It's doing good. We almost at 1K. It's only been out for like a week. Oh, yeah. And um, the comments, you know, is it, it, they in my favor, man. You know, yeah, so. Yeah. I was looking at the comments and, and, and the majority saying that you won 2-1. Bro, you was right on stage with me, Red. I was looking at your face. You one of the niggas that I first of all, <laughs> let me just say this. When I first came in this shit, you one of the niggas that I looked at like, man, I like his swag. He ain't with all that fuck shit. He get up there, he he spit them bars. He ain't, you know, it's nothing, it's just bars. Yeah. No antics, no, you ain't dancing around, you ain't doing all this extra shit, right? Right. So you one of the guys I follow. So it was a, a honor to have you on stage judging my battle. I mean, you know, hosting my battle. And so when I'm spinning that shit, I'm looking at you and your face is like, yo, this nigga, he talking. Yeah. So I don't give a fuck what nobody say. That shit right there is priceless. You can't, you can't take that back. There's no words for that. When you making faces like, damn, I get that. Hey, that was fire. You a couple times you hit me like, yo, hey, that was fire, bro. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> when I got off stage, you was like, hey man, you did your shit, bro. Real talk, man. Fuck what everybody talking about, man. If a nigga hating. Fuck him. You know what I mean? That's how I look at it. Sure, you know? that's how you got to look at it. Battle rap, battle rap is really opinionated anyway. So you're going to have people that's going to be for the op. You're going to have people that be for you. It's like, it's just how it goes. I've never seen a battle where a nigga got 100% of the comments on. You know what I'm saying? It's, all, it's usually like 50-50. Right. And, and you don't want that type of shit anyway because yeah. if it's not a, bi a clear body, then it's no winner. Yeah. That's how right. I look at it. And, and I'm a never be that guy that's going to argue with the with the fans yeah. about if I if they think I won or lost. I'm just glad you gave me a view. Yeah. Sure, I'm real. glad you watched my shit, man, and I'm glad you got an opinion. Hey, that's where we at with it, man. So when I first got into it, I used to be a little more emotional because I'm like, hey, man, I wanted to be accepted in, in the battle rap shit. Now I'm just like, yo, I'm right. I'm, I'm fucking with you niggas. I'm, I'm rubbing elbows with the, with the best battlers and shit. Niggas giving me props. Fuck it. We in here. Yeah, that's how it matters, man. I don't, you know me. I don't care about what nobody say. I ain't gonna go do all that shit. Long as long as yeah. you respect, show me respect, we good. Yeah, long, right. I Facts. just don't do that goofy shit. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, fact. And them niggas do be on that goofy shit, man. Nah, nah. And the way my that anxiety shit. built, I, I can't play like that. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to log out and shit. <laughs> but but you uh. You left out the fact that you're uh you're an entrepreneur too, alongside uh, with being a battle rapper and an artist. Oh uh, man, yeah, bro. I've been having my own business, clutter free cleaning. Shout out to clutter free cleaning, man. That's that's what pays me. You know what I mean? And uh I've been in business for like seven years, man. Um I used to do collections and and, and insurance uh claims and adjustments and shit like that. And I used to make, you know, good money. Uh, you know, twenty twenty one dollars now and shit like that, and I bring in the company. I'm, I noticed I used to bring in the company ninety thousand, hundred thousand dollars a month, and my bonus check be like two thousand dollars, twenty five hundred. But you know, in Texas, they have a law that all bonus checks get taxed one third, so mm -hmm. I don't even get all of that. Damn. Yep. 
off the rip, when you get a bonus check, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? They take one third off the rip, off of all bonus money. Yeah. You and know it, what I'm saying? This supposed so, to be something that, like, like you said, a bonus. And they were like, nah, nigga, we want some of that. Yeah, ain't no bonus. Yeah, ain't we no take bonus. One third of that. Damn. So, bro, I got hit to all that type of shit right there. And I'm like, bro, all this is what I'm doing for these companies, bro. I, I, I work for several companies. And I was so good, bro. I promise you. I used to go in the company in the interview and I tell them, listen, give me 30 days. I guarantee you I'll be the top collector, seller, whatever have you in your building. And I used to stand on that shit, bro. By 30 days, nigga, I'll be the top nigga up in that bit. I was that nigga, bro. Bro, ask about me, man, for real. So after a while, I'm like, bro, I'm getting hold, man. I'm making these companies all this money. You dig what I'm saying? I can do this myself. And another big... um, encourager for me was my queen she was like man you you can do this on your own like for real you know i believe in you and you know what i'm saying you can believe in yourself i'm like you know what i'm gonna step out on faith man i'm gonna speak this shit into existence i'm gonna be successful so i did cleaning i said man you know it's, it's light work you know what i'm saying it's not too i don't do hoarders houses we don't clean if your house is is, is 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 like condemned shape, you probably need to call somebody else, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Condition crew. Yeah, you, you I probably don't need do to call somebody else. <laughs> now nah, do we don't roaches. do all that. We do we clean like mansions, uh, you know, five, six bath bedroom houses, uh, office buildings, you know, different things like large places that it's like light cleaning. Yeah. But they pay very well because they don't want to do that. They don't want to take the trash out. They don't want to mop all the big floors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't want to uh, you know dust and, and wash dishes and they don't want to do that you know what i'm saying but um you know i, I did the lighthouse uh keeping and stuff like that and it's, it's very lucrative man and it's i've been successful like i said for like seven years man clutter free cleaning bro if you need anybody we, our prices are are uh compatible you know what i'm saying we'll be anybody price i'm gonna come in there and i'm gonna do a great job because that's what i do that's what's up man hey, that's, that's what's up you on that so like Thanks, uh, man um, it's fun, man. I be having fun. I be writing and shit, <laughs> freestyling. <laughs> hey, so I got a question, man. So um, I was wondering, like, you know, with everything that you have going on, you're a battle rapper, you know what I'm saying? You're also uh, an artist as well as an entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying, as as well as a family man and things of that nature. Like, how how do you, like, balance all of that? You know what I mean? Because that's, that's a lot to be taken on at one time, you know? Yeah, man. It's all about balance, man. Um, that's why... Because they want me to battle. Uh, shout out to Osama, uh, Osama the Great. He likes. He want me to battle and stuff, and he want me to be active in the battle rap community. Um, but see, I don't battle as much as a lot of battlers. I probably take one or two battles a year, maybe three if I'm on a good year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, in the music, I don't do that as much as I, I want to. Man, if it was just me, I didn't have kids, I didn't have nothing, there's no responsibility. I'd be going really super extra hard in this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know, I do it at my leisure. Like, I just dropped a single. I'm letting the single work for me. I want to drop my next single, but I'm, you know, just pacing it out. You know what I mean? I want to do another battle. But, I'm, a, you know, I'm going to wait on that, man. And uh, right now it's just my kids' time because, you know, school is almost out. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be spending a lot more time with my kids. And by doing that, I'm going to be doing shows. So, like, on Fridays and Saturdays, nights, you know, I'm going to be in the clubs doing shows and performing and stuff like that. So I won't be battling. But I, I have battles out there that I'll be sharing. You know what I mean? And uh, I got music out there that I'll be dropping. But, you know, like I said, the, the kids out of school. So, you know, it, it's family time for, for, the, for the most part. 
I said late. So, so uh, we always like to ask people, you know, how they doing. We like to do wellness check, especially with with the Black Kings and and, and Queens. So, yes, sir. You talking about a finding a balance without, you know, with the battle rap, the rap, and you know, family time. So, when does Ace find time for Ace though? Well, like I said, uh, I love my family, man. I love my kids. I love my old lady, man. I love my family. I love my, my, my sister, my mother, my brother. So recently, I just went to Florida. I just came back from Florida uh, two weeks ago. And I went down there for like three, four days. And we went over by the lake. We got an Airbnb off the lake, man. And it was manatees out there in the water. And people on their boats and stuff like that, man. And we just got a bunch of weed, bro, and a bunch of liquor. And we just, for like four days, we kicked it. Went out to the club and everything. And that's, that's you know what I'm saying? I do stuff like that every now and then. I just get away. But like I said, I don't really like being by myself. You know what I mean? I, I enjoy being with my family, like my kids and my wife and stuff like that. That's that's how I find time to, you know, find my solitude in my in my space, no, the, my happy place. The reason I ask that because uh, as men, it's a lot on our shoulders. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like Chris Rock said a while ago, he say, uh, women, children, and and pets get love unconditionally. Right. He say, but men, we get judged off uh, what we can produce. Off. Right. Basically, it's like psychologically, we are getting judged off what we can provide and do. Yeah, so, right. And that's why I say sometimes we need to recharge those batteries so we can be able to be the Superman. Yeah. yeah. Cause like, I, a lot of times I reflect too. I'm big at reflecting. Mm-hmm. Like, some, like you know, I, so I roll me a fat blunt and I sit back and think about how far I've come. I'm like, damn, man, I remember when I couldn't do this or I didn't have this and woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. And that recharges me. It, it, it motivates me you know what I'm saying? To keep going. And you know what I'm saying? Like I reflect. When you sit back and you can reflect like like two in the morning. The kids sleep. Wifey probably sleep. Everybody, the whole world sleep. You know what I mean? I just be sitting up smoking and thinking and reflecting and writing. And and that shit right there keeps me level and grounded. Okay. I respect that. Yeah. I, I think that's yeah. that's good, bro, because a lot of us, you know. Uh, like uh, Red was saying, like we don't have those times to, or we don't even really know like how they even like recharge our battery. You know what I'm saying? That'd be the big right. thing. Like we always can say like, oh yeah, like damn, I just need like a <laughs> moment to, you know, get my mind together and, you know, get back to it. But we don't even know how to, you know what I'm saying? Start that process or to, you know, successfully do that. So it's really, right. you know, it's, it's great. You know what I'm saying? It's really good to hear that you actually know a way, you know what I'm saying, to keep yourself recharged and, you know what I'm saying, keep going and not, you know, yeah, and I, I just shit. advise that to, I advise that to anybody, man. You know, life is hard, bro. No, no, no doubt. We born, we born into bullshit, right? Yeah. But do your life and the more you live and the more you accomplish, the more you do, like, you're supposed to appreciate that and celebrate those little small victories, man. Like, you ain't, I'm definitely not content with where I'm at right now. I want multiple businesses. I want I want multiple homes. I want to be able to travel at my leisure. I want to be able, you know what I mean? So I'm not content with where I'm at, but man, I'm so proud of where I've come from. 
and that, like I said, everybody needs that. Like, we're not staying with our parents no more. We're not, you know what I mean, broke no more. We can go out here. If you wanted to, you can go out here and go get you whatever you want to eat. It's days where I didn't have, I couldn't say I, I want whatever. Oh, let me think. Nigga, it was only McDonald's, nigga. Dollar <laughs> menu. Dollar menu, right. Dollar menu, uh, what, a Jack in the Box when they had a goddamn nigga two for one, Jumbo Jack, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up, bro. I remember them days. Yeah. Now, you know what I'm saying? I can say, damn, I'm, I'm going to go to Saltgrass. I'm going to go, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. And that little shit right there, it, it means a lot to me. And uh, I, I I heard you say something about uh, you use uh, I guess writing as mm-hmm. a way to uh, you know to reflect and all this stuff too. I heard this uh this dude, his name Jay Baird. He uh you know he speak on black mental health and, and, and things of that nature. And he was saying something that I thought was was very true in a sense. Like he said that we used to rap about things around us. But now, right. now we rap about things inside of us. That's right. going on inside of us. Mm-hmm. Like this, like you can tell a lot of a lot of us or, or, or a lot of people, period, or rappers or artists are expressing they they feelings and stuff like that through the pen. Right. And and right. I guess my question is, do you think it is important as an artist, no matter what kind of you know, it's an artist or work you do, but as an artist that you, you, uh, I guess not seek mental health, but take care of your mental health. You yeah. Saying, I think it's think? very important, man, because you can not only be a detriment to yourself, but you can be a detriment to others. If you don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I see a lot of times, uh, people who don't take care of their mental health, <coughs> excuse me, um, they end up hurting some people they love, hurting their kids, hurting, you know, family members, you know, you know, it's like you can hurt other people if you don't take care of yourself. So it's very, very important, man, uh, to take care of that. If you're going through anything, don't feel bad to talk to somebody. Cause it's nothing worse. <clears throat> it's not worse than finding out that somebody, you know, was going through something that, that, you know, and they didn't tell you, you know what I mean? That, I think that would be the worst. If let's just say you had a homeboy, he just he murked himself, and you just talked to him yesterday, and it was all good. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Like, bro, you could have talked to me, and I'm one of them guys, bro, that everybody talks to when they're going through something. All my partners they hit me up for advice. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm always the level-headed, clear-headed one. So, like I say it's very important. If you're going through something, call somebody that you can depend on, that you trust. Let somebody know. And they can save you, man. You get, get it's nothing wrong with getting help. It's nothing wrong with uh because man, we a lot of times we on our own. Yeah. It feel like we was dropped on this earth on our own to try to make a way. You know, and only the strong survive. But you don't have to be strong by yourself, bro. That's why I always big up my family because my family strengthens me. If I didn't have my kids and my my old man, I probably I, I give them credit, bro. I know I'm in my heart, I'm a strong guy. But they made me stronger, bro. They made me, my kids taught me patience. You know what I'm saying? They taught me, uh, you know, to listen more. You know, it's just it's different stuff that you learn from having a family, bro. So, yeah, mental health is very important. Talk to somebody, and it's nothing wrong with you know being being needing help. 
it's it's two things you said that that really stood out to me. It's like why I think people need to pay attention to like they uh I guess they psychological fortitude because like when a lot of people reach out to you like I'm the same way a lot of people reach out to me too but at right. the end of the day you got to make sure that that you taking care of yourself you feel yeah. me because yeah. that, that that energy that's a transfer of energy too mm-hmm. it can be right but the thing is too also when you said people like you know needing help a lot of time as, as a black man in order for you to ask for help you got to admit there's a problem mm-hmm. and yeah. that's the problem we it's hard to identify a problem you just might be thinking that you just you know having headaches not knowing that yeah. maybe that headache is caused from something else from stress right yeah so right. i think that's what people are not getting right now the, the know-how or to what to look for how to identify stuff because like i said in order for you to admit you need help. You got to admit there's a problem. There's a problem. Yeah. And black people, it's not for to say I got a problem because we was taught growing up that that means you're crazy. Yeah, suck that shit up. Stop being weak. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, man. But I've been, I've, I've always been keen on relationships and people and stuff like that, man. So, and my mama always used to tell me too. She's like, if everybody's saying the same thing about you, it may be an issue with you. You dig what I'm saying? So I've always been taught to look inward. You know, if you if you a person and every time you get in a relationship, it's the same thing. Or, you know, every time you get around people, it's the same thing. They always it's a problem, you know what I'm saying, that you need to fix. Maybe it's the drugs. Maybe you own too many drugs. That a lot of times that's our problem. A lot of times people drink too much and they don't know it. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot, a lot of times, of times... We, it's it's behaviors that we've learned behaviors that need to be fixed. And, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah, and I feel like a lot of those times, like, with drugs, like, people be thinking only, you know what I'm saying, it could just be, like, pills or, you know what I'm saying, you doing, you know what I'm saying, the extra, the hard shit. Like, nah, yeah. they don't, that's not always a drug. Like you said, like, when you mentioned drinking, like, that that can be yeah. a drug, you know what I'm saying, as well. Shit, if you out here Alcohol, gambling a, yeah. a lot, you know, you, you fucking your money off. Like, yeah. that's a drug, too. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, People got to understand, like, you can still be out here a drug addict to certain things. If all you do, you can, if you one of these people, because, like, my thing that I, the people that I know I can't, like, fuck with and, like, be around and shit like that, like, for my energy's sake, is, like, the ones that always like to know drama. You feel me? Like, if all you want to do is, like, just know what the business is and what's going on and who shot who and, you know what I'm saying, who said what, I don't want to be around that because it's, like, you can. It is. You have to. You have to know the difference. I'm the type of person, I say this, bro, you good? Mm-hmm. You know you can talk to me if you need anything, man. You know what I'm saying? I've been through a lot of shit, bro. This is why I tell all my niggas. I've been through a lot of shit. So I got experience, bro, and I'm always going to give you advice if you need me. I'm here. That leaves the door open for somebody to say, okay, I want to talk. I don't sit there and be like, what's wrong? What happened? Who was there? All that shit. That's nosy. You can tell, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm real big on energy. I'm real big on energy. I put positive energy out, therefore I receive positive energy. Yep. And I also understand the balance of energy. Without negative energy, there can be no positive energy. So I I know how to recognize negative energy and I know how to diffuse it. Because a lot of times you meet people 
that bring that negative energy to you don't have to change you're not gonna change my fucking energy bro I recognize you on some negative shit I recognize you're nosy I recognize you're miserable I recognize you're not happy with what you got going in your life but guess what I'm happy I'm good you know what I'm saying so let me let me diffuse this shit because you're looking for an outlet for that negative energy and it ain't over here you have to learn that bro that shit is, is learned bro no, I definitely feel that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, you know, some people, that the thing also is, like, a lot of people really do be set in their ways. Like, you, I have know you, I'm pretty sure you know a, seven, a pretty old person, 70, 80 years old, yeah. some shit like that. Yeah. And they've been the same way, just miserable, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you just, it yeah. ain't nothing you can do. You can try to help them out and, you know, do the best you can to make sure that life is a little bit better for them and like they'll still be yeah. miserable. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like those, you gotta, yeah. you you gotta stay away because like that right there can like bring you oh, yeah. down. You know what I'm I saying? Think, oh yeah. I think also- But it's too, a good balance though. My bad, I didn't mean to cut you out, but uh, I think also too, it's like we talked about last week, man, you have these certain moments where certain shit triggers you anyway. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's why it's very important that your your psychological fortitude is always recharged because I I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. I I put on Facebook the other day, I was like, I ain't been saved my whole life. Meaning, I still had the moments where I be wanting to go upside a nigga head. Mm -hmm. Yeah, of course. (laughs) For real. Of course. and, And, uh, I say that to say that, uh, like we was talking last week about Kwame Brown, that whole situation. Yeah. Like something done triggered this man, and yeah. he hit everybody yeah. thought. Bro, this right. nigga. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, man, yeah, you. It's only so much you can take, man. That's with anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's only so much you're gonna fill up a sink before it overflows. It's only so much toilet paper you can put in the toilet before it gets stopped up. You dig what I'm saying with this? Yeah. Like, it's only so much you can take. So, I mean, once you, everybody got their own breaking point. And when they do break, I mean, you just got to brace yourself, man, because it's to be expected, bro. You know, you can't just keep kicking a man while he down and think that man ain't going to never get up. If he ain't dead, that nigga going to get up. Yeah, well, shit, he up now. Yeah, he, he up. Definitely and, you know, woke the bird, <laughs> I say this. I say this. You can't get mad at him for speaking his truth. Mm-hmm. That's his truth. Yeah. And salute to the man because he said, look, man, they call me a loser. I played the NBA 12 seasons, 12 years. You know what I'm saying? I uh, you know, I, I graduated top of my class. I bought my mama a house. Bro, that's real shit, bro. He like, well, if I'm a loser, then the world deserves more. The world needs more losers. And when a nigga say real shit, bro, you can't do nothing but just respect that shit, bro. So hey, salute to Kwame Brown, man. I hope he get his his money. You know what I'm saying? I hope he get paid off his little podcast, whatever he got going on. For real. Yeah, I had mixed mixed emotions about that shit for a little while though. I was thinking that like I understand he was mad about certain stuff and I was on his side. Then I got to thinking, like, damn, well, he made it more personal than anything because uh they kept it basketball. You know, he kind of made it personal. But then I got to thinking, like, damn, when we say things we don't consider the other person's feelings. Right. Mm-hmm. And he been hearing this shit for, like you yeah. say, like his whole career. They're like, oh, you trash, you trash, you trash, you trash. He's like, nigga, I got, I'm still rich. Nigga, I done traveled the world. I done did all this shit. How am I trash, bro? Like, 
And then like I get I had to look into it a little more. He he mad at the black people. He mad at Stephen A. Smith. He mad at Charlemagne the God. Yeah. Because they perpetuate. He like, man, we black. I, I expect the white people to talk shit about me. He said, but we black. Y'all my brothers, man. Y'all supposed to be my brothers. Yeah. And you niggas, you niggas, you niggas blasting me, man. That's some whole ass shit, bro. Like it's a un, it's a un, it's an unsaid rule, man, about that shit, bro. Y'all already know what it is. When that shit, when the shit go down, nigga, the shit goes down. You better pick your side, nigga. Yeah. For real. Yeah. That that goes in prison. That goes in the world. Anyway, you better pick your motherfucking side, nigga. And you can't, you, hey, we, I don't bash my brothers, bro. And if you do got a problem with a nigga, you call that man. Y'all get that shit together. You know what I'm saying? That's how it's supposed to be. Man, a weak ass, that shit on the blasting, yo. Like he said, Kwame was like, Stephen A. Smith and Carmelo was partners. Carmelo Anthony. Mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony was the shit when he got drafted in the NBA. He gave Stephen A. Smith one of his first interviews. Like, he put Stephen A. Smith on. Stephen A. Smith got put on by, like, niggas like Carmelo and A.I. Especially A.I. Yeah. So, when Stephen A. Smith got a little clout behind him, now you coming on TV talking shit about these boys. Talking shit about Carmelo, how he trash. Talking about A.I. and shit. And these niggas like, hold on, you supposed to be my man. If you had a problem with me, you got my fucking number in your cell phone. Nigga, I know your kids. You know my mama, like, but you on Sports Center just, just to make some money or to get some views. You talking shit about me? I, that was sit right with me. So yeah. I get it. That's the only thing, like I said, that's the only problem. That's the only part I had mixed emotions about because, like I said, initially I was like, well, damn, they keep fucking with this nigga. But then when I looked at it again, <laughs> I was like, he made it more personal because they wasn't uh, uh, judging his character, character as a man, man yeah. they kept saying judging his performance on the basketball court, and that's the only yeah. thing I was like, you know, what I'm saying like I always say, two things can be right. Yeah, and in that situation, I, I think they both was wrong. You know what I'm saying? But right, the, but he, they didn't attack him personally. He started that personal stuff, which led to something else. But I say all that to say, man. We we always, not always, but we say certain things without the regard of the other person's feelings or how their family might take yeah. that. Because on spe- social media, half the time, you see a motherfucker say something, that's not even a real life. You dig what I'm saying? Right, right. I'm going to tell you what, what made this shit go left. Like, this is when everything, this is when shit just went all the way left. When Charlemagne the God had like exposed like his family history, right. that's okay. when yeah, shit yeah, just went left. Much. Like that's when it was just like because you gotta, with and that's why you know I understand the mixed emotions part about it because I can see why he is going as hard as he's going because you have all of these people like this one thing was said and he you know what I'm saying Kwame Brown responded to the niggas who said it originally, right? Yeah. And then like every now everybody else got something to say about it. So now yeah, he getting on everybody else's ass too. Like, oh y'all niggas wanna I'm on y'all ass too. You know, it ain't exclusive. And then back though when Charlemagne the God like said that, regardless whether it's a fact or whatever the fuck it is, like you expose this man like personal oh, family, family yeah. history. That's all that shit. Even yeah. though it 
it was public records. But he still, though, ain't no, no yeah, he, you he didn't have no right. right, yeah. And and it was like, what made you even say all this? Exactly. Shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And so, so then, man, was wrong for that one. that's when, though, yeah, he did apologize because Kwame Brown got on his ass. It wasn't like he apologized just because yeah. Kwame Brown but, said, "Okay, yeah, you want to do that? I'm gonna do you the same way." Yeah. And exposed his shit. Just go back to the point. It's only so much a motherfucker take. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like, he broke it, and that that was the straw that broke the camel's back when he started talking about his family. Mm-hmm. He like, y'all niggas been talking about me. I don't give a damn about that shit, but y'all started talking about my family now yeah. on his own. He on Matt Barnes ass. Matt Barnes said he want to fight though. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, but shit, I think Matt Barnes came out and apologized since then though. I think everybody apologized to him since then because they just trying to get it over with because the shit was like extending, but like. Shit, I don't know. Like Kwame Brown's still going though. Like that nigga, like I, now it's to the point. I'm thinking Kwame probably trying to get paid, and I ain't. Yeah, I ain't knocking him. I mean, shit. Jump yeah. On, jump on that train and get your money, man. Right, right. Because people now they want to hear him talk. So you know hey, saying? you know, you created another strain of income for himself. That's dope. Yeah, because I'm saying like the shit really can lead to something else or some other shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean he 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 can switch up his topics. Because from what I hear, people like to hear his country ass talk. They like to hear him talk shit. So instead of talking about NBA and all these niggas, Stephen A. Smith, switch it up and just uh, give your take on on relationships and shit. You know what I mean? Talk about life and shit like that. Because people gonna fuck with you as a person, how you talk, how you speak, how you your viewpoint on things. Talk, so talk. it don't have to be always drama and bullshit. Just you know what I mean. Just talk about these mad shootings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. That's what he can talk about. That's that's what he can talk about. Man, <laughs> man, did y'all know? Since the since 2021 started, we've had over 200 over 200 mad shootings. Man, say that shit that crazy, bro. How you could just strap up and go out in public. And just, just, just and that bitch out for like, for, for what? Like, man, it's a real, nobody, mental health is all back to that, bro. Mm-hmm. That's why it's so important. Cause not only will people, like you say, hurt themselves, but they hurt other people, innocent people. We, we just, bro, like, I ain't built like that, man. Like, I swear to God, like, you strap up and go air it out like a Walmart or like anywhere. It was just like, 10 bro, last week, bro. What's on your mind, like, my nigga? Just like, ten last week. This week that just passed. So it's it like, was ten. It's like one every twelve every hours day. almost. Basically. Oh, what be on these niggas' minds, man? That's like, the thing. We and one thing we talked about once before, man. Like the government is doing dumbass shit. Like why? If you, why would you put a person with mental health issues in prison instead of putting them in a spot yeah. where you can help them? Or why do you put a drunk, a person that's drunk? Why you don't take them to jail? You need to put them in yeah. somewhere with rehab. That's not re- rehabilitation, right? That's just yeah. that's like just getting your dog and put his ass in the kennel. Just say here, this, or, this, you or just. If you, Anybody know about dogs or just getting a dog and locking him in a cage? That dog ain't gonna learn shit. Nothing. He gonna be biting people. He gonna be bad as hell because all you do is lock him in that damn cage. Right. And so when he get out, he don't know how to act. You right, bro. Bro, in a prime example that was um shit, bro. It was this dude um in San Jose. He killed nine people. Name is uh Samuel Cassidy, bro. 
This man had three automatic handguns in over 30 magazines. What? Over 30 magazines, bro. And but the crazy, but here's the crazy part about it though. (laughs) Five years prior, he got detained because he was writing uh, for writing uh, terrorist thoughts and talking about how he hated his job. Five years ago, so you already knew what this nigga was about, and somehow he get three handguns, bro, and over thirty mags. How the fuck are you getting over thirty mags anyway? Yeah, how how are you even getting that? It should be like. a red flag should get raised at Man. some point. No, no, no. You know, like you said, government doing dumb shit. You know what they do? Now you don't even have the permit to open carry. So now you don't gave all these crazy motherfuckers the go-ahead, the green light to strap up and go air the motherfucker out. Like, mm-hmm. like man, they should have made that a law where you have to have a permit because when the shit first came out, gun licensing, it was I was young, okay? You know what I'm saying? When, I, when the, the gun license and shit first was coming in, it was, I was young, but I heard all my people, all adults around me and shit was saying, it's hard to get a, a gun, gun license. Because you got to go through, you got to jump jump through whole hoops to get the license. So me thinking, I'm like, okay, that's a good thing. That means that everybody can't just have a gun. Right. Now, you know, street shit always been, been in effect. You go anywhere and get a pistol, man. You know what I'm saying? But the gun law shit should be more stricter. It should be. Man, they now should... you don't even have to, nigga. You can walk in Walmart with your pistol, like, yeah. bro, anywhere. I see this shit out there, and they should make it. Not only do you have to have a permit, but there need to be some kind of mental health check. Yes, especially yes. a mental health check, and then, like order, a psychology test or something like that. To, I guess to purchase magazines and bullets, you have to show. That you have passed that mental health check or something. Yeah. Something. But you know all this shit is set up for us to fail, bro. That's why I said me and my me and my old lady, we be talking, man. I think like we born in this is hell, man. This this is hell, bro. We born on this shit to fail. We born broke with no money and all the laws and shit is against us. Yeah. So if you make it out of this shit, my nigga, boy, you you the goat. You dig what I'm saying? Man, Malcolm X said years ago. This is not a democracy. It's a hypocrisy. Yeah. This nigga, yeah. I mean, the, the shit. Yeah. The, that should tell you, nigga, the Constitution was written by white people. It wasn't written yes. for us. The Bro, they came Bible. over here. They came over here and stole. We already had this shit. America, all this shit was all. This was ours. They came over here. They discovered it. How the fuck you discover some shit that's already here? They came over here and took over. Illegally, they fucking like swindled us out of our shit. Then made new laws and shit that that's you know what I'm saying. That shit crazy, bro. And they won't admit to it. They try to cover. They've been covering it up. But y'all, this was our shit. Y'all gonna take over and then make y'all own rules to benefit y'all? It's fucked up, bro. It's fucked up. So like I said, the gun laws. They want us to die. They want us to kill each other. They want all that shit. The fucking Look at the uh the COVID shit. Eight million people died, bro. Y'all niggas released that shit for for population control. Dr. Fauci uh, said that. Yeah, you know how the old people and shit, they they about to get their money, they pay outs and shit. Nah, no the hell you won't. You're gonna die before you get that money. And we're gonna kill a whole bunch of other people too. Yeah, let's just let's wipe them off the earth. And I don't you know what I'm saying? I don't think that the insurance companies are honoring. Uh, the cop, cop shit. Mm-hmm. 
You know why? Because COVID is taking out people with pre-existing conditions. Old people, they all got pre-existing conditions. You know what I'm saying? Not to say that an old person won't make it, but the probability of an old person making it once you get COVID is very low. My, my pops passed. RP to my pops. He was having kidney. He was having kidney problems and shit. He caught COVID. It took him right on the fire here. It was uh, last year, bro. Yeah, so they that's what I'm saying. Like they they controlling this shit, bro, with the laws and shit that they putting in place. Shit ain't nothing new, bro. This shit is hell. So like I said, if you make it out of this shit, if you're successful, if you're not broke, if you're not, you know what I'm saying, if you if you're a good parent, if you contributed something positive to this earth and you're successful, you the goat, bro. Because it's so hard, bro. It's so hard. Yeah. Everybody our age either what? Dead, in jail, or fucked up. True. Yeah. You know what though? I was thinking that we, and I mean like people of color, not just black people, but people of color, we need to really think about our, our forming our own school. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's sad. To, we talked about this last week too. It's sad to say that the kid, our kids right now are going to schools where they condone Christopher Columbus. Right. And then they're going to a school where they about to ban slavery teaching. Talking about slavery. Man. But they want to talk about all that gay ass shit. Got the got the kid the kindergartners and preschoolers learning about gay gay pride and shit like what? Yeah, they should learn man. nothing about sex at, at pre-K. Bro, it? right now in schools, right now, I don't know if it's a hundred percent of the world, but in some countries and some states and shit. They're teaching these kindergartners about same-sex marriage, two mommies, two daddies. What the fuck? Nah, that's too early for that shit. That's man. way too early. We didn't do that sex shit. ed until Pre-K? sixth grade. And I still, I still got kicked up out of that bit for giggling and laughing and shit. Yeah, elementary. <laughs> Matter of fact, you should learn about that shit until at least high school. For and, real, bro. And, they, and, but like you say, they wanted to. Oh, slavery. Last I read, bro, I read some shit that said. The slaves migrated over here. <laughs> what? Migrated. They were migrated, bro. That's what they're teaching these kids that we migrated from Africa over here. That's some bullshit. So just how did so that fuck, happen? So fuck getting tortured and beaten and, and lied yeah, to. I'm confused. And... What what is the what is the Emancipation Proclamation about then? Like what what is going on? I'm so confused now. Like we migrated. Is... We migrated, bro. They so, just cutting out all So we just got shit. on the we got on the boat. We just said, you know what? I ain't fucking with Africa. Let's, yeah. let's, let's go over here with these white people. We migrated, bro. <laughs> oh, hmm. yeah. that's crazy. I, I said that. And then you know if they tell that story long enough. Yeah. Fucking fifty years from now, it's gonna be we migrated. Nigga, we didn't fucking migrate. First of all, we was here already. Mm-mm. But a lot of the niggas from Africa, y'all niggas came over there with that bullshit. Talk about some oh work for us and all this. But we ain't know that, you know what I'm saying? They said, oh, black people sold they they slaves. Yes, because guess what? When you were locked up and incarcerated, that's how you paid your debt off by working for other people. Mm-hmm. True. But that don't mean you can kill this, kill people and torture them and kill babies and rape women. Y'all, y'all, these niggas took it past go. You dig know what I'm saying? We ain't know that shit. Man, it's a uh, 
it's a movie coming on tonight, I believe, man. I recommend everybody to watch it. Of course, when this be released, it's gonna be out. Yeah. But anyway, it's on the History Channel. It's about the uh, the massacre in Tulsa, Black Wall Street, oh. and all this. Ah. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 most deaf tuned into that after the Laker game. Yeah, oh, definitely. I gotta watch the Lakers, man. Go on to take these boys out. Yeah, uh, I don't know what's wrong. Every every year, every year, every year, Red, they say, oh, LeBron ain't gonna make it out the first round. Why would you? But you know what? They just talking. They hope he don't make it out the first round. But they know he gonna make it out the first round because statistically, he's never lost the first round uh, a series. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, come on, man. Every year they hope. They said Portland was gonna beat uh, him last year. Quit doing that, but they won't put up no money. And they, they know. They just talking, bro. You know, a lot of times people just say ridiculous shit just to be saying some shit. You know LeBron washed up. LeBron <laughs> washed mean, up. I Did you see that game last the other night, nigga? Yeah, I, that's why I don't, I don't pay attention to the people. He's it's they're not gonna lose in the first round just because he is better than everybody. Even a, right. hurt, a hurt LeBron is still better than more than the league. But he's not hurt though. What people taking that hurt shit and running with it? He said he's not a hundred percent. That don't mean that he's not ready to play. He said he described it. He said, "Man, when I was eighteen years old, fresh in the league, I was a hundred percent. Every year after that, I get less and less." He's like, "I'll never be a hundred percent again." He said, "But I'm good, nigga. <laughs> I'm good to go." Yeah, but they like, "Oh, he hurt. He he playing like that man ain't hurt." He done set out 40 games. He good to go, man. man it just got to warm up. Something's still wrong with that boy ankle a little bit, though. You can I tell. Think, it, I, I mean, shit. He look like he be running with a piano on his back at times. I mean, it's because he stupid. old, though. You know what I'm saying? You got to understand, nigga. He, this nigga is, what, 36? Yeah, I think he 30, Bro, 36 that, years that, old, bro. 36, 37, something like that. Imagine your 36, 37-year-old ass running yeah. up and down with these 21-year-olds, <laughs> nigga. I can't do it. God damn. But listen though, the man that last game, I don't want to hear none of that shit. This man was doing reverse layoffs and dunking on niggas. Yeah, man, he was. I'm talking about if if this was six months ago though, they would play against uh Jay Crowder when he spent off him, you know for a fact it wouldn't have been no reverse. It would he would have went up, he would have climbed them stairs. Yeah, he would have dunked the yeah, shit out there. Yeah, and you right. he would have dunked the shit and out there. His first step ain't even like it, like I mean, he getting it back, trust. But like he said, he you know that shit swells up a little bit, man. Yeah. Yeah, but, but still, yeah. like you said, a hurt LeBron is better than fucking ninety percent of the league. Here yeah. you talking about? Yeah, especially and then, the playoffs right and now. And then LeBron's smarter than a bitch. He running the ball through AD. Everybody like, oh, AD saving them, AD carrying them. Why? Because LeBron is is strategizing in that way. He's the facilitator. Get a ball to AD. They can't stop him. Barack, That's smart. Barack Obama told everybody after they won the championship, he said, this year, let AD do all the work, and you just, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. watch him. And they both well, said, see, yeah. I don't know why niggas talk shit like LeBron ain't been that nigga for 18 years. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, he, he ride AD. Of course. This man been that nigga for 18 years. Of course, it's about time for him. To, to lay some of the load on somebody else. It's fine. It's just like Kobe and Shaq. They ain't talk shit with Kobe. I mean, Shaq was put up 35 a night. Was the MVP, uh, the, the the finals MVP. Yeah. Kobe still got his shot, but they want to look at LeBron like, 
Oh, you need AD. Kobe need a shot, nigga. Everybody needed somebody. Everybody right. needed somebody. Because I'm telling you, the fucking uh, Boston Celtics, bro, wouldn't have been shit without fucking uh, Paul Pierce, Kevin yeah. Garnett, and Ray, Ray Allen. Allen. Then you had they, I'm going to tell you, bro, y'all watch basketball, man. You What you said is a is fact because before they got K, you remember KG came from the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. They did that trade. Yep. Paul Pierce was it was he was the only one over there, over there um in Celtics. Yeah. And them niggas was trash. They don't get their ass whooped. Mm-hmm. So then they made that trade. They went and got Kevin Garnett from fucking Timberwolves, and they went and got Ray Allen from fucking uh I think he was playing with the Seattle SuperSonics, or oh, no, the Milwaukee Bucks. You know what I'm saying, yeah, right? Yeah, well, yeah Ray, the oh, Bucks. Ray, it was the Bucks. Bucks. Yeah, it was the Bucks. He went. They went and got Ray Allen, and that's mm-hmm. when they said that was the first big three. But that's a lie because there's been big threes before that. Yeah. But yeah. they did that to beat LeBron, and they did that to beat the Pistons because the Pistons had, uh, nah, you know, they had they the squad did, over. There. They did that to beat the Lakers. Remember, because the Lakers. Uh, when when that, oh yeah 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 they yeah did yeah that yeah to beat the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah 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 yeah. Then yeah. when they formed they big three, that's when Miami came back. Right. And then that's, right. that's when Golden State did what they did. Right, but Paul Pierce and the Celtics, them niggas was they weren't that good, bro, before they got KG and Ray nah, Allen. They wouldn't nah, they wasn't good at all. Let's be real. And then they would have got um, <laughs> did they have Rondo at the same time when, when Paul Pierce was showing out, or they got Rondo afterwards? They got Rondo after yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was the after he he was like a rookie or or, yeah. or been in the league like one year when uh when yeah. he won the finals. See? Yeah. Well yeah, man. LeBron that nigga, man. He he definitely not gonna be put out in the first. He not gonna lose in the second. I say if he do lose, it's gonna be to Brooklyn, man. Brooklyn's a bit scary, bro. I'm just I said that all year. I'm going to say this, and I'm, I say this shit every time. If Brooklyn does not win, they trash. I'm, 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 I'm going to say that off top. I don't care who they play. I'm, I don't care who they play. They trash because, bro, you got three, bro. You have three of the best scores in the league. I'm, I'm going to say this. You got to. And then I'm going to say this one thing, and I'm going to get out basketball because we'll talk basketball <laughs> until tomorrow. Yeah. You know, so this is my, this is what I'm going to say in the finals. It would be Los Angeles yeah. Lakers versus Philadelphia 76ers, and Lakers going to win it in six. Okay, I'm with you on that. But I just think Brooklyn, you can't, bro, Brooklyn, bro, KD, there's no answer for KD, bro. Then you got Hard and Kyrie, bro. Man, what the fuck? Yeah, that's cool. And uh, But this is the thing, though. They can't play 48 minutes. You know what I'm saying? They all going to have to sit down. And then on top of that, Philly got defenders all around that court. And then they got two big men that's gonna tear their ass up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope I hope I hope somebody beat Brooklyn ass shit. Cause then I know whoever beat Brooklyn, LeBron gonna beat their ass. So <laughs> I, nah, actually I, I really was I really <laughs> rather it be LeBron, LeBron versus KD. I really wish that. But I don't think they LeBron can't it. hold. LeBron can't hold KD. He don't need to. What? He don't need to. KD, KD can't hold LeBron either. That's so what I'm saying. Like, he don't need to. We, who who going to hold AD? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Who going to hold Drummond? And who going to hold, yeah, who going to hold Andrew Drummond? I mean, Andre Drummond. Then you still got a, Trey is going to be playing by then. Mm-hmm. It, it's all about matchups, but. 
before we get out of here, man, I, I want to give a uh, a shout out to all the veterans that lost their life. Oh man, for real. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Shout out to the vets. Uh, salute to them and the families. All that good stuff. And uh, we need to get something there, a, a bill passed after we get this George Floyd Policing Act bill passed. I know it's taking a long time, but we don't want no bullshit. So I'd rather you take mm-hmm. a long time than not do it at all. We also need to get a bill passed where the veterans that fought in the war and all this other good shit get free housing for the rest of their life and our free insurance for the rest of their life. Yeah. Oh, for real. For real, for real. Why they, tell them to do that while they're in there working on that Asian bill and all that. Yeah. So, need to get that. And, uh, Ace, let everybody know, man, where they can find your music and also how can they reach out to you to get the, uh, right. some cleaning done. Alright, man. I'm on social media. Ace Sinatra, Sinatra Season. Clutter Free Cleaning is the cleaning service. If you need any cleaning done, man, we uh we do uh rates on prices, man. We'll be anybody prices. We do a great job. Satisfaction guaranteed. Dim Streets out right now on all platforms. It's D-E-M Streets. Uh type that in on Spotify, on I, uh, Apple Music, on iTunes, on IG, on Twitter, man. We everywhere, okay? A Sinatra, Sinatra season, the remedy. And big shout out to T Lafayette, my other half, or the uh, the Wonder Twins. We like to call ourselves, man. She got her new music out. She got uh, Plug Love out. She got uh, Snakes with Absolute out. She about to drop the video of the new single. So yeah, we out here working, man. Salute to Red. Salute, man, to y'all for you know reaching out to me, man, and having me on the show. We family now. We locked in. So anytime, man, hit uh, yeah. me up. Yeah, we locked in now, man. And uh. You got something else, T? Uh, shit. Um, nah, not really. Man, well, <laughs> we're going to let you get to the game. Uh, yes, sir. Tell T. Man, we said what's up, and then we're going to have to get her on the episode two. Mm-hmm. Then after definitely. that, we're going to have to have both of y'all on. Oh, definitely, man. So, yeah. Like so I say, just let me know. Tell T, uh, uh, let me know when she's available. Mm-hmm. We're going to make something happen. All right, bet that, man. Y'all boys be easy. All right, man. Yes, sir. A world premiere. They just gonna lay you down. Hold the line to see. Laws be crooked and evil. It ain't for the faint of the weak. Game was given to me. One thing I know about them streets. Niggas won't play around. Niggas won't play by that beat. Niggas gonna lay you down. Man, I'm mad. I missed this this video shoot, man. He invited me to it. Damn. I had to work. You should have taught me how to win in your uh Hell no. Nah. If I couldn't go, you couldn't go. <laughs> Them niggas was lit, man. Yeah, yeah. Niggas had all the smoke and hey man. Salute to Ace for this joint, man. This this thing here snaps, man. Real hey, shit. Yeah. Definitely putting that hoe in the rotation. You hear me? Hit that hoe. Shout out to dude with the uh, red hat too, the uh, the red bottom hats. Oh yeah, that motherfucker was nasty. Mm-hmm. I, I guess it's like the thing now, like you know what I'm saying. I've been seeing a lot of people with like those type of hats and shit. Oh yeah, the fedoras uh, are kind of coming back. Now, I, I got a mean one. I just had got. I want a sombrero. Fuck it. Hey yo, what you talking about? Go hard I, or go home. I, I, I'm thinking about my birthday. Come stepping out in this bitch with some uh, cowboy boots. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, cowboy boots and some and some overalls and some church socks. 
you know, I ain't <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm gonna have on tube socks. Tube socks. Yeah. The white boys. The thick white boys. Oh too. man, boy, your feet gonna be sweaty. <laughs> it's sweaty feet. <laughs> nah, you wear them socks. You gotta get your shoes uh, three sizes bigger. Nah, for real. You wear them with like vans and shit, cause you know vans don't be having like no support. Yeah, no yeah. cushion or nothing, you want with like some vans or something like that. Yeah, if you already wear like a size 11 or 12, shit, you're going to have to get you about a 17. Hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. But nah, um, bro, you want to know like some crazy shit. Like we was having like all this conversation about like when we need to know we need to like check out and things like that, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, um, today Naomi Osaka has said that she uh stepping out of the slam, the world slam. Um and from tennis for a little while to like get her uh, mental together. Ain't nothing wrong with it. Yeah, and I was like, shout out to her. You know what I'm saying for doing that because you could always tell. Like I kind of I don't watch tennis like religiously, but you know what I'm saying if I can catch a good tennis game, I'm gonna watch it. You know, yeah, it's pretty cool. And when I saw her when she went up against Serena Williams, um, and like from there on, I've been like following her since then. Like you could already tell she's like really introverted. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like. She real shy. She don't like talking to people. Like, my her voice is really like she talks like this, and you know what I'm saying. Like one of those people and stuff like that. So like, you already knew that she was already real reserved, and this is probably a lot. You know what I'm saying? You Man. got all these people, nigga, booing or cheering for you, whooping all these white girls' asses and shit. You know I'm what I'm saying? I'm telling you, it's a lot. I think it's a lot. Yeah, that these professional athletes go through, but as fans. Some fans don't look at it like that. They look at you as entertainment, and that's your job, being entertaining. Like you on a fucking zoo or something. Like, exactly. like, like it's a petting zoo. That's what they think it is. Like, okay, this is a petting zoo. I paid to be able to say or do whatever the fuck I want to do. Yeah, and then when that athlete had a breaking moment and ready to get at your ass. Now he the bad guy, or yeah. she the bad guy. Or then a, or athlete, like in her case, if, if she didn't take this break and her performance wasn't good. Now everybody's saying she trash. Mm-hmm. And- Losing sponsorships and all type of stuff. Yeah, shit got to be tough. Yeah. And speaking of fans, like, you know, we we ain't going to dive too deep into this, but the whole shit that's been going on with the NBA, bro, has been ridiculous. Like, and basketball is my favorite sport. Like, that's my favorite sport to watch, yeah. personally. So, like, as a basketball fan, to see all these other fans, like, doing all this grimy, disgusting, just completely disrespectful things to other human beings. It's it's no excuse to spit on a man. It's no excuse to uh, pour popcorn on a man. Yeah, true that, but to spit, that's that's so disrespectful. It's no excuse to throw a fucking water bottle and almost hit me in my face. And the crazy thing about it is that this shit been going on for years. It's just that People are finally catching it. Exactly. You know, and that shit's sad because nothing gonna really happen to them besides they're gonna get banned. Mm-hmm. But if if one of those players retaliate, they gonna lose money. Mm-hmm. Maybe get uh, lose a uh, job. Yeah, maybe get uh, suspended. You know, you remember the brawl in Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know, so now it's in the palace. Yeah. And shit, like, Ron Artest has spoke on that. I seen he had said, um, 
that whole thing was his friend, one of the friends had bet that nigga $500 that he wouldn't throw the uh, cup at Ronald Sess and hit him in the face. I'm like, bro, $500? You just got your ass with for $500. Yeah, and you know what? To make light of that story years later, Artis went and found the dude. I think they went to lunch or something. Mm-hmm. Like they that. friends now. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's growth. That's what that is. Because Lord <laughs> yeah. knows. <laughs> Metal world peace. That's what that was. Nigga, for real. But nah, yeah, bro. Like, all of that stuff, like, you, and then I be looking at stuff from, like, weird angles, bro. Like, I'm thinking of it like this. Last year, they had the bubble, no fans. Mm. Nobody was there. No fans. For the beginning of the season, no fans, right? Right. Playoffs finally come around. Well, you know, gradually they start letting people in with the dude. Playoffs come. You know, a lot of places are basically at full capacity. And if they ain't, the damn nerd look like it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, they letting people in there. You feel me? Like, we as fans are getting this opportunity to come back out and like watch our favorite players ball the fuck out. Yeah. Watch your favorite team. And instead of enjoying the game, you had you you choose to ridicule, disrespect, um, dehumanize a man. All that. For what? And not only they disrespecting those players, but it, it's showing disrespect to yourself too. Mm-hmm. K- KD said it best. He's like, man, your mama wouldn't appreciate you doing shit like that, man. Mm-hmm. When um Westbrook, when he was like, they he was like, you wouldn't do that on the street. You know what I'm saying? That's the thing. That's what be killing me. Like, you wouldn't just walk up to me and pour no fucking popcorn on my head. Charles Barkley said, the dude that uh poured the popcorn on on Westbrook, just just uh let him go. You know, downstairs and let, let him and Westbrook talk a little bit. Man, they don't want that. Cut the cameras off and just let them talk a little bit. Man, say. And see how many people gonna, gonna keep on throwing shit. Mm-hmm. Real talk. Because it's like, bro, it's it's ridiculous. I just... A part of me be wanting them to let them players go. Like, go ahead. Go on, go knock his ass out real quick. Because sometimes you need to get your ass whooped. Because... Talking clearly don't work for people. You know what I'm saying? Like, for some people, remember we I, I was saying, you know, some people just so stuck in their ways. Yeah. You know, you, it, you can't teach them like you can teach everybody else. Right. You know what I'm saying? One kid, you can just tell them, hey, don't do that no more, and they ain't going to do it no more. The other kid, you're going to have to whoop their ass a couple times for them to really get it because you telling them just don't work. That's what they call learning by example. Mm-hmm. So, by example... This this is finna be your example of what can happen to you when you make dumbass moves like this. You spit on me, you spit on any person, you finna get a knuckle sandwich, bro. Yeah. Like straight up. That, that shit crazy. But yeah. I mean, hey man. I don't know. I do know that uh all those fans that have been banned from like the arenas, period, like not just the basketball games, they've been banned from the arena. The dude who threw the water bottle at Kyrie, he is uh charged with a felony. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I mean, being charged and convicted is two different things. Right. But I, at least they're making a step to take it to the next level. So I appreciate that. And the fact that it's swift. It wasn't like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care about no shit. I don't care about this shit two weeks later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, no, nigga. We need to know what the fuck happened now. So shout out to them for that. Um, I mean, shit, man. With that being said, though, you know, I ain't really got too much else going on. I'm low-key kind of hungry. You feel me? I'm probably going to grab me a bite. Oh, yeah. Um, so you got something you want to say to the people before we get up out of here? Time to go eat. Ash.
And with that being said, this has been another episode of Respect It or Check It. I have been your host, TJ. I got my man, Red. Nah, holla. Peace and blessings, y'all. Thank you.